Hello. Yo. Yo. What's going on, dude? It's Jay the Gay. Hey, what's going on? Do you believe that after like four hours of fucking bullshit, I fell asleep before the big Oscar fuck up? Well, no, because I turned it off like a half an hour before it happened because I was like, okay, you know, I, I, I assumed that, you know, Emma Stone was going to win her stupid award and then, you know, I figured La La Land was going to win and I was just like, I don't give a shit about this and I went upstairs and went to bed. I sat there, though, for four hours and I watched all the shit and then Jimmy Kimmel's like, oh, we come back, no more fucking around, we're going to get to all the major awards and somehow I just fell asleep at that time. I sat there and watched, like, set, uh, production, uh, you know, all the shitty awards. And it's funny that they messed up the, the most important award. Like, you imagine if they messed up, like, you know, best foreign documentary in a three-minute clip award. Like, that, no one would have cared. Like, maybe they would have got some extra ratings for that shitty award, but they messed up the only award that really matters. Well, what I find interesting is, is that it was the exact, like, final moment of the night. It was running over to begin with. And like I, like you said, you fell asleep. I just turned it off because I just figured nothing was going to happen. And 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 I did sit through most of it. I mean, there's lots of channel flipping during speeches, but um, yeah, you you would think that they would not mess up the the biggest moment of the entire night, the one thing that they've been leading up to, and it's this colossal fuck up. And then everyone's pointing fingers, and it just it, it makes it look so unprofessional and terrible. Just like the guy at the Grammys, the Metallica guy who forgot to turn on the microphone. Exactly, and then they're like, "Oh, it was a, it was an accident." And but it's like you would have, you would assume that you know they would have had this since they've been rehearsing this so many times that there's not going to be a colossal. Yeah, like you should have a list of all the things you need to do. Like, you know, I mean, there's certain things here at the radio station that I know to like check. Like, if something's not working, I'm like, okay, there's ten things here. I need to make sure they all work before you do the live performance, not during it. Oh, what's going on? Oh, I guess the mic's off. <laughs> and did you notice well, in the in memoriam that they forgot Judge Wapner from the People's Court? Well, I mean, I think Judge Wapner would be more into like fall into the Emmy categories where they were. Oh, that's true. Before on TV, didn't you just think that Judge Wapner was dead though already? You know, ironically, that's that's one of the things I told a buddy or whatever because we have a thing where kind of like how you know how base is very morbid and will jump on text immediately when someone dies and like, oh, so-and-so celebrity died. We have a game that we created, a, a little small group of friends of mine, where it's like a point system for any time. The first person to call the celebrity who dies or whatever gets a point, <laughs> the goal of the game is to get 10 points. Uh, and if someone else gets another celebrity before you get, you know, someone in your order row, you, uh, you lose your points and you get to start all over. <clears throat> Let me read my text thread with Sam Ryan and Bass. <laughs> okay, so yesterday... <laughs> Uh, wait, did I? Hang on. Okay, so at, let's see. Uh, at 9.26 a.m., was it yesterday? Yeah. He died yesterday, right? Yeah. Okay, so I wrote, Bill Paxton, he gone. You heard it here first with the little trademark uh, emoji. <laughs> and then Sam said, oh, sad. Didn't seem like he was that old. I said, yeah, 61. Complications from surgery. Then Ryan wrote, or Bass wrote, oi, and then Ryan wrote, that sucks. Then at 2.07 p.m. yesterday, I wrote, Judge Wapner, he gone, damn, 97. And then Sam said, I thought he died a long time ago. And then uh, Bass said his career died years ago. <laughs> but, but 
Aren't you happy to find out that Judge Wapner lived an extra 30 years than you thought he lived? Well, you would think, I, I feel the same way about a lot of celebrities. You would think that there's a lot of celebrities that when they die, you're like, holy shit, that person's still alive. Yeah, and, like, I'm, I'm happy that he died because it meant that he was alive way longer than I thought. A guy yeah, like that, you should be actually happy. Now. I mean, if you look at it from that context, yeah, it's a great thing. Yeah, like you, but, uh, I'm like, didn't you die in 97, let alone 2007? Like, I, I, I thought he died at least 20 years ago. So when I found out that he died at 97, I, I was very happy. I'm like, wow, that's awesome that he died because he lived an extra 20 years. Yeah, that's a big shocker. Like, well, because Judge Wapner is one of those people where you're like, oh, wow, that, that guy was still alive. Really? Holy shit. Okay, cool. You know, well, that's cool. He made it to 97. That's good. I, I mean, like, for example, the Bill Texan thing is just uh, so unfortunate and tragic. But uh, and he even had a new show out right now that he was on on uh, CBS. If I'm correct, it was so unfortunate that I had to immediately text those guys and say, "quote He gone." Oh, listen, my my text there whenever starts out with it, and now he's dead, and then I'll like Bill Paxton, and then two seconds later I'm like, and now he's dead, and I was like that giant from Game of Thrones. Oh, the giant from Game of Thrones side too. That's right. Yeah, and then uh, and, and then it was like you know it was a little bit later in the afternoon where I'm sitting around, and then I get a text. It's like. Judge Wapner dead. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, you know, like my first thought is like, shit. I'm like, I got two this morning. This asshole will go and die now. It is weird that you and a group of your friends and then me and a group of my friends, completely unrelated, both have a game where we have to report deaths first. It started because of Michael Jackson. And the reason was my, my, my one of my friends in this group chat was like, you know, oh, Michael Jackson had a heart attack. And so then, like, two minutes later, I report back. I'm like, no, Michael Jackson is dead. Holy shit. And they're like, no, he's not dead. And then, like, it was sort of this back and forth. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yeah, he really is dead. And then it sort of evolved into this game. And it's, you know, it's horrible and it's morbid and, and we're bad people. Whatever. That's fine. Uh, but it's just, it's something to do. You know what I mean? Like, and it also gives us a chance to sort of, like, discuss that celebrity then. It's like, like you said, like, holy shit, Judge Wapner's still fucking alive. And... <laughs> No, I thought he was dead. But there's no, ago. there's no emotion. Like you, you're emotionless. It's almost like you're happy to report it. Like Bill Paxton's dead. Well, for the most part, I mean, when David Bowie died or whatever, I was a wreck for like an entire day. Like I, I just didn't know what to do with myself, and I actually missed that one because I was sleeping. Oh and wow! I, I woke up to a text, and I was like, I woke up to a text. It was like six thirty in the morning. It's like David Bowie's dead. I'm like, holy fucking shit! And I'm like, first thing I do is I'm on like you know Facebook and everything else, looking up, looking everywhere, just to make sure it's true. And then I was just. That's it. I was just devastated the rest of the day. But, you know, on the flip side, you have somebody like when Whitney Houston died, you know, we called into your serious show and we were throwing a party. Like, Well, it wasn't a party. Well, it was, we, were, we were having a, a casual uh, Saturday afternoon drinking. And we happened, and when she died, or no, we were telling, we had called, I had called in to let you guys know what happened. But we weren't, like, and, excited, like, yes! You know, we were excited in the sense of like we were sort of dancing around the room to "I want to dance with somebody" and like. Oh, we were, so you were you, know, ce- you were celebrating her life? Right, exactly. That's what I see. Like, oh yeah, like oh right, this crackhead is dead. We weren't doing that. <laughs> we were we were celebrating the life that she had, and you know, and, and then of course, then everything else went completely nuts or whatever. Because then I remember I said ridiculous things to Ryan. You know so, when uh, it was nice to see a uh, Hollywood man on TV, by the way. Oh, that's right. At Monday Night Raw. Ryan was like front row right off the ramp on Monday Night Raw. And I told him, I said, Ryan, because last time he had really good seats, 
he was really nervous because he would like scratch his nose and I would text him and say, hey, I see your nose is itching. <laughs> so he got all uptight. So this time he wasn't doing anything. And I said, Ryan, you got to like pat wrestlers on the back. You got to like go along with Enzo and Cass. When, you know, when they say you can't teach that and he wasn't doing anything. So I told him, Ryan, you got to get on TV more. You got to act stupid. So he started doing a few things, but the best, and it's on all my social media, Charlotte Flair was talking, and Ryan was like dead in the center of the screen, and he waved twice. He said, hi, Abe. Hi, Abe. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, you could totally see him mouthing it. I'm like, did you just say hi to me? And he started laughing. He's like, yeah. Well, I texted you immediately. I'm like, look at this fucking asshole. Like, just acting like an ass. And you're like, yeah, what are you saying? Hi, Abe. And I'm like, I didn't notice it at first. And then when I went back and watched it, I'm like, oh, shit, he is. I'm like, that's hilarious. But at first, I was like, oh, my God, he's acting like a spaz. I'm like, what the fuck? But then I'm thinking to myself, if I was in that same position, I'd be losing my fucking mind. I'd be just, like, screaming and holding up signs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to go to wrestling with a big sign that just said Abe on it with an arrow pointing down. And I was was front row at my brother Sam and I were front row at Monday Night Raw. I was holding this huge sign that said Abe the whole time with the arrow pointing over my head. And, like, Stone Cold came out, and he was, like, I remember Sam was going nuts, like, doing that. You know that thing Stone Cold does where he, like, takes his arm, like, throw me another beer type thing, that motion? Sam kept doing that, and I I had it on tape, so I ripped on him about that. I think I still rip on him about it, so it never died. Um, But there's nothing better than acting like an asshole at wrestling. (laughs) And let's face it, if I was ever on camera or whatever, I mean, I would just be the most shameless just out of control, just ridiculous person there. You know, we say that, like, I, I, you know, I was saying to myself, I'm like, oh, I can't believe that. I'm like, he's acting ridiculous. But I'm thinking to myself in the back of my head, I'm like, I would act like Yeah, you'd be acting ass. worse than him. Oh, I'd be the worst person ever. All right, Jay, so we, we have a lot to cover here. Okay. Next, next up on the docket, Magic Johnson is now the GM for the Lakers, okay? Yes. This is a guy who's had HIV now for 26 years. He's gained weight with HIV, okay? His wife doesn't have HIV. Magic Johnson has cured HIV, or he knows the cure for HIV. Why the fuck is he worried about a shitty basketball team? Because what else is he going to do? Like, he, he beat... He should be I telling us how to fight AIDS! He should be in Africa right now. Like, he's the... he's the key. He survived AIDS. Like, well, he never had AIDS. He survived HIV. In 26 years, no one should live 26 years with HIV and not have a trace of it in their system 26 years later. It doesn't even make sense. How did you do this, Magic? Magic, all Magic Johnson, like, okay, I know he's a great basketball player, right? Michael Strahan was a great football player, but now all he cares about is being on TV and a host. That's his new calling in life. Magic Johnson's new calling in life, the minute he got, now I understand, from like 91 to 94, when he thought, I'm going to die... I understand it. Like, fuck. He shouldn't be out there because he didn't even know that he was going to cure AIDS or HIV. Now, 26 years later, he's heavier than ever. His wife never contracted HIV. You know he's still fucking. You know he's like, yo, Cookie, uh, cookie I got to get mine, Cook. You know what I'm saying? I got to get that cookie, you know what I mean, on his dick. So you want, I, I got to get it. So you either give it to me or not. And I ain't going to wear a hat neither. So you know he's having unprotected. So maybe maybe he wears a condom. What do you think? I, I guess he does, right? 
I, I will, one would assume that she's not going to go riding raw dog or whatever when, you know, her husband may, keyword may, still have HIV, even though, let's face it, who would have thought, when he caught it or whatever, that, it was still at the point where it was like, it was a death sentence. Yeah, and then he's, and then 26 year later, years later, he has no trace of it. <laughs> Shouldn't he be at every AIDS and HIV fundraiser? Shouldn't he be speaking, telling people, here's the mix of medicine I used? This mix of medicine makes you not have HIV after 26 years. How did I do it? This is Why is he worried about a piece of shit team that's one of the worst teams in the NBA? Why is he worried about Nick Young? Because he wants his legacy to be something more than just like that guy who had HIV for 26 years. And but he's, he, no, he, he's hoping he'll go down like, he's like the Steve Jobs of HIV. He, like Steve Jobs took a cell phone, he took a, a Walkman, and made it into something amazing. Magic Johnson could tell us how not to have HIV. Magic Johnson could tell us, you know what, there's actually a cure for AIDS, and here it is. There's a cure for HIV. If you catch it early enough, if you mix this cocktail of medicine, you have nothing to worry about, and you could fuck without a condom. Wait, can I just really quickly add that you just said, and I quote, Magic Johnson is like the Steve Jaws of HIV. He is! Fantastic. He's a genius. Whatever he did, I don't know what kind of doctors he has, but he has figured out... No, I I, I do know people who have... I'm assuming doctors that the best money can buy, you think. Jay, do you know anyone who has HIV? No. Okay, I know people who know... I, okay, I know someone who knows two different people who have HIV, okay? Okay. And they've both had it a long time. And and actually, they're bo- both of the people who have HIV are gay, actually, that this person knows, okay? And they both have it. You can combat it better than, say, back when Magic had it, though. That's the point. That's what I'm saying. Like, now, you know, there's ways to, like, keep up your white blood cell count or whatever. But when Magic right. Johnson had, like, when E.C.E. got AIDS, or when he had, E.C.E. Had, had HIV on a Monday, on Friday he had full-blown AIDS. Exactly. On, thir- on, on the next Tuesday he was dead. Like, that's how it used to be. Well, he, he clearly caught the, the more, the more uh, uh, terrible strain of HIV. Let, let, let's go with that. No, I mean, it's, it's insane to think that after such a long time or whatever, that Magic Johnson is still alive, and that now all he cares about is shitty basketball teams. But like I said, he really doesn't probably want to go down as the Steve Jobs of HIV. You know? <laughs> In the annals of history, I'm sure it'll be like, okay, you know, well, what did you do? Well, he was a basketball player, and he managed a shitty team, but he beat AIDS for a really long time before everyone else did. I mean, that's, I'm pretty sure that's not what he wants on, like, his tombstone. Magic Johnson was one of the greatest NBA players ever. He won, I think, five championships. Yeah. Isn't it better to be known as the man who cured AIDS? But he didn't cure AIDS. I'm sure lots of money and doctors uh, took care of his situation. If hey, let, let me let me give you Jay, let, he's completely HIV free. I don't think that's something that goes he away. claims he is. There's not a trace of it in his body. Jay, let, let me ask you a question. Michael yeah. Jordan, the greatest athlete ever. If he cured cancer tomorrow, in a hundred years, he'd be known as the guy who cured cancer, not the guy who was the greatest basketball player ever. I don't know, honestly. It, I can sort of see it either going either or ways. But then again, you're also comparing a basketball player to say like a scientist or whatever who spent their you know entire life tirelessly tolling away to find a cure for something as opposed to like yeah I played ball for a bit I made lots of money uh, then I caught HIV 
I threw a bunch of money at it and it went away. And yeah, so there we go. But yeah. but if he if he actually has the cure for AIDS, in a hundred years, Magic Johnson would be the guy in the in the history books. This is Magic Johnson. He used to play basketball. He was a great player, but he cured AIDS. That's what he'd be known for. I, I don't know. I mean, managing a shitty team or whatever, he uh, he may go somewhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, I was at Jimmy John's yesterday. Wow. <laughs> what did you say I know? Yeah, I know. Going already. Here we go. Okay, so there's a guy behind the counter, like a real douchey looking guy. Like he had the 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 ball, you know, the ball earring with the two balls oh. at the end. God. Pretty yeah. much every rock radio personality wears that, and they all they all talk like this too. They all have a lisp, and they all have so two ball earrings. Wait, don't you work at a rock radio station? Where's your ball earrings and lisp? See, I'm not one of those fucks. Actually, no one here has that look. Surprisingly, but that's that's a common, especially in shitty right, markets. Right, yeah, in shitty rock, shitty rock stations, every guy like Mike the Enforcer has the two ball earrings. He wears shorts, <laughs> always shorts, never pants. Um, like some kind of button down shirt with like gas, you know, the gas station shirt that says like Joe on it, but his name's like Rod. Right. And uh, they always wear a hat with sunglasses, whatever. But this yeah, guy, so this, Jimmy John's. so the guy Jimmy Johns. Which pissed me off because when you order extra mayo, you're supposed to put. You, have you been inside of Jimmy John's lately? I haven't been inside lately, but so you went to order extra mayo and whatever. But do you know the scooper they use for the mayo? Like it's an yeah, ice cream yeah, scooper. That, that, yeah, yeah, that disgusting. <laughs> I'm not the one ordering extra mayo. That's just that's revolting. But I, I, I get it. You love it, and you know you want your mayo scooped out with an ice cream scooper, and you have problems. That's fine. But okay, so the scooper. But you you've seen the scooper, right? Yes, I have seen the scooper. That disgusting, yeah. just wretched. Ugh. Okay, yeah. So okay, so when they scoop extra mayo, what should they do in your in your opinion? If if, regu- if, if a regular sandwich gets one scoop, what what would extra be? Well, I would assume if it's extra, like maybe a second scoop, maybe maybe that's a correct. Scoop even? Yeah. No, that's correct. At Jimmy John's, extra mayo means two scoops of mayo. Oh God, gross! The normal sandwich gets one ice cream <laughs> scoop full of mayo. <laughs> Okay, so I ordered extra mayo, and this fuckstick only put one scoop. So I, whatever, I didn't want to make a scene. I'm trying to watch what I eat a little bit these days, kind of. Wait, wait, you you love making a scene though. That's like one of your favorite things to do. No, because it was just I don't know. It was it was, he was teaching some. He had so there's a girl next to him. He was kind of showing her how to. I think she was new. She had to have been new. Okay, so yeah. so she's making the sandwich. He's standing there. Yeah, put the onions on. Yeah. So he kept saying to her. Yeah, you don't know how to do that just because you're a 17-year-old girl. You're a 17-year-old high school. He kept saying, you're a 17-year-old high school girl. You're just a 17-year-old high school. Now, I could tell this guy wanted to have sex with her really bad. And he was, like, hitting oh, yeah. on her. like Kind of like when a little boy pulls a little girl's hair. Yeah. That was his move. He kept saying, you're just a 17-year-old high school girl. You're just a little girl. You're just a 17-year-old. And you know that this guy jerks off thinking about her every night. Oh, of course. This guy's a total scumbag. You could tell already. I mean, he's probably like 19, 20, 21. Probably, maybe he goes to community college. Maybe, I don't know what he does, but he wants to have sex with his underage girl. And it's so obvious and it's so pathetic. And he keeps saying, you're just a 17-year-old girl. You're just a 17-year-old high school girl. Is he offering her like a, a, a ice cream scooper of his mayo, quote unquote? <laughs> I'm sure he would love to. But you could tell there's no, like, she was kind of an attractive, nothing, like, too good, but definitely way more attractive than what 
this dude would get. Right, right, yeah. And she was being very nice, like, ha, 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 like, laugh, because you know he gets off on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, no. you just a yeah, stupid seventeen year old. She loves the attention. She's like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever you say, asshole. <laughs> and and probably in her head, like, oh, he's the third shift um, second supervisor in charge. So whenever the first two shift managers aren't here, and then if the top two people on the third shift aren't here, he's the main guy. Yeah, exactly. And so, he probably like, tells he her like, you keep, keep you keep. Here's the way it works: you keep me happy, and you stay employed. I mean, how unfortunate that she would lose her job at Jimmy John's. However, would she go on? <laughs> but I just found it funny that it was so. I hate that s- super pathetic way of hitting on women, where you're obviously into her, but you're acting like you're just a little girl, seventeen and dumb in high school. You wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> and then you know, at some point, he's going to build up the courage to like say, "Hey." Uh, not that you'd want to go or anything, because I know you're busy with your high school studying, but uh, me and a couple of my buddies are going to be at the bowling alley after work today if you want to come hang out. And then, and then she introduces her boyfriend, Chad. Exactly, you know, with, yeah. With the, the blonde hair. Yeah, then Chad shows up, and then this guy, and as soon as he finds out that Chad is in the picture, or... Oh, yeah, no, then he hates her. Then then she's a fucking, she's useless to him. Oh, yeah, then, then he calls her a bitch, the C word, everything else. <laughs> Who's this Chad? And even if he knows about Chad, like, I'm sure sure she's, like, worn his letterman's jacket that says Chad. And then on the back it says, like, <laughs> rugby and, like, rowing or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend Chad. But he's still, even though he doesn't know Chad, he thinks he has a chance because he thinks that they have this chemistry at work. Yeah, he he's the boss. She's the employee. It's, like, it's a little, like, Fifty Shades of Grayish. Like, he wasn't you know, even the boss, though. Like, maybe. Her a little bit verbally. He he wasn't the boss. He was just, you know, their... Oh, he was just long- some asshole that was there. Okay, I got it. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's technically her boss now because he's teaching her how to put the proper amount of onions on a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, that's because it's real fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you cut up the onions, you do it my way or the go the, it's the highway, okay? My way or the listen, highway, you understand? Listen, uh, I, I'm sure Chad taught you how to cut onions, but I'm going to teach you the right way to cut these onions. <laughs> Chad doesn't know shit about onions. Chad's onions will make you cry. Yeah, fuck Chad. Listen, my onions, my onions are the best. And you know when he meets Chad, who probably looks like um, who's the the, the twink from uh, from uh, the, the vampire movie Twilight? Taylor Lautner. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Taylor Lautner. You know he looks exactly like that, and he comes in with like a really tight polo shirt on and really tight jeans. Yeah, and he's, he's like, just a, and he's a dare like Seth. I'm Chad. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I guess I'll try. Well, let me get one of the. Let me get a turkey sandwich. And then you know how pissed off that guy is to make it for Chad. He has to make Chad the sandwich. I know. He's like, oh, hold on, Chad. I got to go back and get some bread from the back. And then, like, you know, he's throwing the bread on the floor. <laughs> Chad, yeah. He knocks over a whole tray of bread. You just hear, <laughs> what's going on, McDonald's? Oh, sorry. But I think I also feel like if Chad came there, he'd be trying to be buddies. Like, hey, what's up, dude? You got a good girl here. Yeah, oh, no, 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 he'd be kissing Chad's ass, because he's like, yeah. And then, you know, behind her, like, when Chad's not around, he'd be like, man, you know, I was talking to Chad, you know, me and Chad are buddies now, and, yeah, Chad's not not the good guy for you, man. You you need someone better. You need a girl yeah. like me. I mean, you need a guy like me. <laughs> you need someone with a good job. Chad doesn't even have a job. I bet Chad cheats on you. You don't even know. I've I've always talked about that there's always, there's always, if you go to the high school groups, there's always, like, a good-looking girl and then the guy that she's with, 
there's always like three or four sets of, of couples. Like there's three guys, three girls, and then there's a guy named Ducky who just hangs out. <laughs> he wants to fuck all the girls. He wants to be friends with all the guys. Everyone makes fun of him, and none of the girls will have sex with him. But he's there to drive them home when they're too... Like, in other words, when when Chad is done fucking uh, Marissa, and he's too drunk to give her a ride home, he'll be like, Hey, Ducky, you mind giving her a ride home? Pick me up some Whoppers on the way back, too, Duck. And you know Ducky's like, Fuck you. I hate you, you fuck. But in the in the back of his head, he's he's thinking, you know, maybe now I could finally have some alone time with Marissa. Oh yeah, yeah. L- listen, even beyond high school, I still know people like that. Order, we still have a friend or two order that we keep around for like you know purposes of like, hey, uh, you know, so and so. I'm not going to name names just in case he happens to listen to the podcast. But hey, so and so, go pick up. Uh, you know, why don't you go pick up that pizza for us? Order. We're going to sit here and drink for like six or seven. <laughs> Come drop it off around three a.m. Thanks. Do you have some guy that wants to have sex with all your gay friends? Uh, not well. I have a friend who has sex with all our gay friends, but uh, <laughs> no, we have a pathetic straight friend or whatever who's like, you know, he's a little on the uh, not too smart side, let's say. And uh, <laughs> you keep him around or whatever because because you feel bad for him, but at the same time or whatever, you know he'll do stuff if you need stuff done. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's why Ducky, the the Ducky yeah. type is around for that reason. And then, so Ducky will be giving Marissa a ride home, and she's she's like, Ducky, you're so sweet, I love you. I'd totally marry you, Ducky, you're the sweet. And then Ducky, at some point, like, he, he does that over and over, driving her home, paying, oh, she's like, Ducky, uh, oh, I spent the, my last $20 on those shot those body shots that Chad was doing off my ass. Um, do you have 20 bucks? Because I told my dad I wouldn't spend the 20 he gave me. And then Ducky gives her twenty dollars, and at some point, this this Ducky gets to a point where he just explodes. And one night, he's he find, the one night when Ducky gets drunk, he goes up to Marissa and he says, "I've always loved you, and you shouldn't be with Chad. He's a real asshole. I would treat you like the lady you are. I treat you like a princess." And then guess what happens? She tells Chad. Then Chad and all his friends beat the shit out of Ducky. Ducky has no friends, and then no one's still having sex with him. Well, I mean, that's like how it is in the movies, but it, it you know, in, in this day and age, or whatever, it's goes something along. It's pretty much steady along those lines, except Ducky finally snaps one night, or whatever, and then ends up raping Marissa, and like you know, goes to jail and hangs himself in his cell. That's pretty much what happened in real life. But in the movies, it's pretty much like that. <laughs> All right, next thing on the uh, yes, n- n- next thing to get to. Um, did you see Melania do the Lord's Prayer? <laughs> no, what did she do? Donald Trump, remember when he did that pep rally thing where he like spoke to all his people? Uh, you mean the, uh, I won the election, but I'm going to go out and re-campaign again still? Anyway. Yeah, his, his post-election campaign stop. Yes. So she walks up to the mic and she goes, Our fathers who arts in heavens, hallowed be thy, na- thy names, kingdoms thumb the wills done on earths as heavens. Give us these days our dailies and forgive us the stress them trespass as we forgive those who trespass against and lead us not into the temptations but deliver us from evil for thine's the kingdom the powers and the glories amen and then so donald trump's like i had no idea melania was going to do that but it was quite beautiful 
Yeah, Melania pushed Donald Trump out of the way and said, <laughs> I must say the Lord's Prayer. These are some of the most non-religious people ever pretending to be religious. Now, if you're if you're super religious, shouldn't you be pissed off that they're they're like they're like using your emotions against you? Well, one, who the fuck was stupid enough to let her up there and talk? I mean, you know, she should just be there for the eye candy or well, you know, whatever eye candy that is. Uh, well, it is eye candy. Are, I mean, she, she looks good. Yeah, but I mean, but she shouldn't be opening her mouth though, because once she opens her mouth or whatever, she just sounds like a fucking idiot. But I, just, though, I wasn't expecting Melania to do that, but it was quite beautiful. It was. Well, I mean, and if I'm a religious person, which obviously I'm not, if I was a religious person and I hear that, I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah, and, and like you know, the the. Somewhat religious people, I think, would see it as the pandering that it is. But when you get to the really highly conservative, you know, very religious, uh, in love with, with Jesus and, and God and all that other... Which is stuff. fine. If you're religious, that's fine. That's I, I just fine. don't yeah. like them using religion when they're not religious. Well, I'm not denouncing the religion itself. I'm saying that you... But they're not going to see the fact that they're just doing for pandering for purposes of, you know, pandering to the religious folk. The religious folk, it's going to be split down the middle. You're going to have your religious folk who will see things regardless. You know, they believe in, you know, fucking talking bushes and, and all other weird shit. And then you have the people who, you know, have faith, but at the same time, you realize when you're being straight up lied to your face, like, oh, yeah, we're totally in religion. Um, Melania here wants to recite the Lord's Prayer because she's totally... Very religious. beautiful. That was very beautiful. I would like to Donald. I would. Can you imagine that conversation? Like here, here, here's the real conversation, Melania. You're going to say the Lord's prayer. I'm sending you back to where the fuck you came from. But here's what he wants you to. I don't know it. Here's what he wants you to believe, Donald. I have a surprise for you, and I will say it first. <laughs> what do you mean, Melania? I will say it first. I will start a surprise at microphone, the microphone, that I say the first surprise for you. I will say it first. You would give me my, I would surprise you, Donald. What do you mean, Melania? I trust you. I love you. I love you. I'll let you do whatever you want to do, but just give me a hint of what you're going to do. It's surprise. And then, and then he wants us to believe that she just walked up to the mic. Like she said, I, in other words, like, I got this bitch. Let me, let me handle this. Let me kick yeah. this shit off. You think that happened? Of course that shit didn't happen. <laughs> our fathers, our heavens, hallowed thy names, kingdoms <laughs> will be. I mean, if, if there is a God and he's looking at that blasphemy, isn't he like, didn't he just check off Melania and Donald to go to hell? Oh, or aren't they on the list to go to hell? Being hurled out at the White House at the, at the exact moment or whatever, just hoping to strike one of them down. Hey, look, hey, hey, you know it's hey, look who you just got it's here. Dangerous. It's none other than Bass. Hey. What's going on, Bass? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Bass, what do you think about Melania giving the Lord's Prayer? When did she do that? When Donald, Remember when Donald Trump did that campaign stop after he became president? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She kicked it off by saying, Our fathers, our sin. And she, she gave the Lord's Prayer. Like, you really think she gives a fuck about praying? No, but now she has to be Miss uh, Congeniality. She's got to live up to the Michelle hype, so she's probably been practicing that speech since you heard Michelle do it. Donald, I finally learned prayer. I'm ready to, to, to debut prayer. Are you sure, Melania? Are you sure you want to debut it? Are you ready? Yes. Hail Mary's next. 
Hails, hails be merry. Hail Marys. Hail Marys. For the graces, lords, these fathers, the uh, blessed art thou, women's, and blessed Jesus's. Holy Mary's mother's gods. Pray for the sinners now in the deaths, Donald. The, the, fuck. I need to practice that more, Donald. You do what you got to do, but keep. Can you imagine the shit, the sick shit that Donald Trump does to her sexually? Oh my God! Eat my ass! I mean, by now I have to think he's almost in a uh, Hugh Hefner stage, like where he just jerks where he, off. Yeah, he's probably, he's probably takes up three seconds, and she he probably has one of his sons finish it off. <laughs> right, Donnie, Donnie, come in here. Melania is wet. Eric, Melania is wet. You know, Eric, Eric loves uh, Eric loves to fuck. Eric's Melania. in the room. Mommy, mommy. Mommy, my dick's hard, Mommy. Come in here, Eric. Get this wet pussy, Eric. Mommy. I need to be grounded. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> mommy, I'm ready to fuck. My Eric, Eric, come in here and come get this wet pussy. Eric, hurry up. Eric, hurry up. <laughs> Eric, I, I'm almost... <laughs> There's no way that Donald Trump, and this is this isn't a political thing. I'm just making fun of a slob. Okay? Seventy years old, he's not keeping yeah, up with he, that. He, he, he's out of shape. I know he's he's a, a deviant sexually. We know that. That's obvious. But there's yeah. no way he could set. What could he even do to her? Missionary? No. Oh, Mariah. Let Eric. <laughs> I want Eric's dick to finish me. Tell Eric to come in here, mommy. Mommy, are you wet? <laughs> and you oh know, you know the Trump sons tag teamed her too. Oh, with Ivanka. I want Eric in my Eric in my mouth, Donnie in my ass, and you just sit there, you piece of shit. <laughs> you know, Melania at this point, she's in a really good position. Like this is the best position she's ever been in, in her whole life. This would be the best position for anybody to be in their whole life. But, but as far as now, he can't deport her anymore. He can't have her killed. Like, there's too True. many people watching. Because, you know, before, I'm sure she wanted to, like, have sex with, like, Nomar Garcia Parra or someone like that. <laughs> Nomar is so sexy. I promise you I'll get you some dick, Melania, but not yet. Tristan Thompson. You're Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Alonzo Svelvet. Whatever Khloe Kardashian's kicking out. Tank Johnson. <laughs> oh, my God. Bruce Smith. Charles Oakley. Yeah. Charles Oakley. That'd be perfect. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Melania, come on, bitch. I want Eric to have sex with my pussy. Mommy. Mommy, I'm hard. Hang on, Eric. I didn't finish yet. <laughs> you know that shit goes down, base. Uh, Something like that. Nine times a day. I was, I was like, ah, Melania, I can't even look at you There's anymore. There's no way. Melania was hot as fuck when he first married. I mean, she's still, what is she like? How old is she? She's 45. She looks great. I mean, and she, she looks better than great. Yeah, she looks awesome. And she's with that slob. There's no, and even if you, I mean, I know a lot of women, they, they become attracted to a guy because of whatever, for whatever reasons. But if The Rock walked in, or Donald Trump, who would she want to have sex with? Come on. Even Eric Trump. You look like your daddy, only not as disgusting. <laughs> yes, mommy. Treat me like my daddy, mommy. You know he calls her mommy. Of course. Eric Trump, you ever see that fuck? Ugh. 
Eric Trump is the worst of the group. Like, at least Donnie Trump, he's an asshole, but at least he has his own thing going. Yeah, Eric he looks is different. Eric, yeah. Eric looks like he's like, I'm just going to take whatever Donald yeah. looks, yeah. and I'm going to roll with that. Eric, you ready for pussy juice? <laughs> Eric? Eric? Eric, give it to her. I can't breathe on here. Let Eric finish you off. I need to be sexually satisfied. Then I come. Then I come all over daddy. Let me do it, mommy. Now it's starting to get creepy. I'm starting to see Bass's eyes change. Bass is starting to look at me like I'm some kind of creep. I really walked into a primetime spot on this podcast. Bass, were you one of those guys in high school who used to sell cassette tapes? Like you would no. record your user illusion one to a cassette tape and Never. then sell it to someone? Never. You, you ever do, do that, that, Jay? No, but who the fuck actually did that? I've never heard of anyone selling cassette tapes. When, when I worked at Walmart, when I worked at Walmart, there's a guy named Donnell, and he there's used to always... It's a shocker that it's a degenerate Walmart story. <laughs> here, here it comes. And now another Walmart story. But he, he used to, he worked in electronics, and he'd always be blasting Purple Rain super loud. And I'd walk in, and he'd be like, yo, Abe, you like Purple Rain? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. He's like, man, let me get you a tape. I'm like, all right. And then he burnt he burnt the CD for me, and then he goes, all right, just give me $3. Oh, wow. I said, what? Goes, yeah, you know, it took me it took me like an hour to, to, to dub that over. So it turns out, and I actually bought it because I'm like, what? Because I told him I wanted it, but I didn't know. It's kind of like streetwise. They hand it to you, and then they say you owe me money for it. Like the homeless newspaper, Streetwise? Yeah, but there's a difference between the homeless guy and the guy at work or whatever who's like, hey, you want this tape? And you're like, well, I, I guess. I just assumed when he said, hey, Abe, do you want me to burn you a copy that it meant it was for free? But it turned out right. that it wasn't free. It turned out that I had to pay him $3. So I paid him the $3. And at oh, that time, $3 isn't like, you know, it's not chump change. You're only making yeah. $7 an hour. So 3 is half an hour's of work, you know. Whatever. It's, 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 yeah, well, we're, we're, like, we're back in our teenage years. You know, three bucks is like, you know, it's not a lot, but still it's more than, you know, fucking nothing. Yo, Abe, let me $3 burn $3 you. For a fucking shitty tape is just ridiculous. Abe, let me burn you a copy. All right, cool. You, uh, just hit me with those $3 and we straight. <laughs> but there were a lot of people like that. They used to, back in the day, that was kind of a business. You would dub a cassette to a cassette and then sell it. I don't know. I've never met anyone that's done that. This sounds like another one of those like Abe Cannon shady people that he knows. <laughs> it seems like I've I've met a lot of shady people, doesn't it? Yeah, no shit. You know what's another thing I noticed? For a while. <laughs> another thing I noticed is that today's club DJs, pretty much all they have to do is be able to jump. Well, yeah. I mean, you have like no, you have no talent. Same song sounding bands like the fucking Chainsmokers. Who every song is literally like almost the same song, and yet stupid asshole kids will buy into it, and and, and they're just like yeah, like I, I'm gonna sing a little. Vocal. But like, but but they just have to like the DJ. All he does is he jumps behind like his DJ booth, and then they all yeah. jump with him, and that's all you have to be able to do. And it's just over and over like face down, ass up. That's the way we like to like to fuck down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. This is what it's like to fuck on cocaine. Face down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. Face down. and then the DJ's jumping up and down. I mean, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of when I used to go to the crowbar. That's what they used to play over and over. Face down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. This is what it's like to fuck on cocaine. This is what it's like to fuck. 
on cocaine. Face down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. That's all. You could just keep playing that over and over and over again. And then as long as the DJ's jumping behind the booth, then there's no problem. Everyone loves him. And that's literally all you have to do. If you look at like Pauly D in Vegas, Tiesto, um, Kelvin Harris. They're all either high on ecstasy or drunk, so I mean they don't give a shit what's going on. But if you like, if you're like the music, the feeling, that's all they care about. If you're like me and you have a gimp foot and you can't jump up and down, you'll you can never become a club DJ. Is this the whole point? That was the whole point of getting to. I have a gimp foot, therefore I can never be a club DJ. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like my my dreams of being like I can't just jump up and down for six hours. That's all they do. Every DJ, they just jump up and down. They hit a button and then jump up and down. The crowd jumps with them. So wait, now that we're, we're actually defining it as having a gimp foot, does that mean that the year of the dunk will forever be canceled and we can just give up on that dream now? You want to hear something crazy? Tomorrow night, I'm playing basketball at the United Center. Are you really? Yeah, I'm playing in this. So it, it, we, we have one of our stations here has the Chicago Bulls, WLS, and yeah. I'm on the loop. So they're letting people from every – we have four stations here. We have 101, WKQX, the loop, WLS, and WLSFM. So they're letting us play in a basketball game at the United Center, and we're being coached by Bill Wennington and Chuck Swirsky. So I'm going to be dropping the hook tomorrow at the United Center, and guess what? Bass is playing, too. <laughs> is that why Bass is on the podcast to promote his appearance at the, the game tomorrow? Yeah, he, he's like, God, promote my appearance at the United Center. <laughs> but check this out, Jay. So we're going at, like, I don't know, 2 o'clock. We're yeah. going in the locker rooms. It says, oh, bring your own towel because you're going to, you know, to shower. We're going to shower in the Bulls locker rooms, get changed in the locker rooms, play basketball on the United Center court. Then we're going to like some kind of dinner in some kind of Blackhawks room. And then we're going to the game. Like, it's a crazy thing. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So you might see videos of me, you know, putting bass in the spin cycle, dropping the hook on him. I mean, I guess, believe me, I even with the most fucked, I beat bass one on one when my foot was in a boot. Now, the real question is, next week on the podcast, are you going to come on and talk about how there was all these dick and balls and bush and everything else or whatever being seen in the locker room at the Bulls? Well, that's, a que- that's, that's one of my main questions. Is, is, is it going to be one big shower, or are we going to have individual showers? <laughs> Not exactly sure how that works. I've never been in the locker room. I should ask Bass, because he used... Remember when Bass used to fake cover sports with his fake tape recorder with no batteries? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, wouldn't base want to? Did base just stop in for like two seconds and just just scared us now? Yeah, I mean we worked together, so he just walked past. I waved him in. Ah, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, no, find that out. I, I'm dying to know uh, how that works or whatever, because I'm sure that there'll be stories about you just talking about like it's like oh, so you know, like it was great. You know, we played in we were playing the United Center and we were doing this and we were doing that. But my god, there was just I was in the locker room and everyone showered and then there's just dick and balls. Yeah, then uh, I got to see base's dick for an hour. Which you've never seen before. So that would be like, you know, one of those things that you can actually turn into a story. I mean, I'd want to see it, obviously, because, you know, you would check out any dick, right? Well, no, maybe not. I take that back. There's certain dicks I don't want to see. Well, I mean, we saw ben- I saw Benji's dick this morning from the Howard Stern show, and I, I-, I didn't need to see that. And wait, I- where did he- wait really- what do you mean? He tweeted out a picture, uh, several pictures of his cock. Like what? The other day, yeah. They, they were talking about it on the show this morning. Like he did and, it as a joke or what? And he did it for attention. And so, like, I was just like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. I, I'm like, I'm going to go look at this. 
And it, it's a very just, it's an ugly penis. Uh, and I was just like, well, that, that, I didn't need to see that. Like you were disappointed? I was, well, I wasn't disappointed because we all, you know, Benji looks like a slob, but I was, you know, you always, this is what I like to say. You always, if you don't see someone's penis, you always have that element. Ew! Of- <laughs> he has a weird head on it. He does. It's an ugly penis. Is that even his penis? Yeah, that's his penis. They were discussing it on the show earlier. What, what do they say about it? I got to listen to that. No, he was talking about, he's like, oh, he's like, I have a beautiful cock. And he's like, that's why I'm showing it off. And I, I'm just thinking. Like, wow, he's that's really that's gotten to like penis. a really desperate point then if he's doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really insane. I, I mean, the, you know, we haven't hit, thank God we haven't hit that point in the show or whatever where, you know, we're having show members or whatever show off their cock or whatever for, you know, uh, attention and, and podcast getting. Um, but, no, I, I like to keep it where if you don't see someone's penis, like let's say there's a, a celebrity I like, right? And let's say I've seen them, like, in their underwear or whatever, but you haven't seen your pe- their penis, it gives you that element of, like, you can always imagine what it may or may not be. And then the moment you see it, and if it's terrible, it just fucking ruins it forever. And that, that's it. It's oh, yeah. It's just like a naked woman, like um, Hope yeah, Solo yeah. sent out vagina pictures. Oh, well, that's, that's not, that wasn't a vagina. That was like a fucking mangled, like, it, that looked like somebody put her vagina in a trash compactor. <laughs> fucking, un- oh, God damn it. Yeah, I just <laughs> forgot about that, and now I'm going to be thinking about that all day, and, and you just ruined my fucking day. Thanks. But it's kind of like, remember when, when people would come out of the closet and it was such a big deal, and then they'd hound them and hound them, and then when, like, Ricky yeah. Martin finally said he was gay or Ellen DeGeneres, no one yeah, gives no a thing. fuck. Like, one second later, so, like, all this time everyone's like, I gotta see, hey, I gotta see Pam Anderson naked, I can't wait to see that bush. And then the minute she's yeah. naked, no one gives a fuck anymore. No, it, it, that's the thing. It ruins the whole element of, like, it's like, oh, it's like, I wonder what they look like naked. And then you see them naked, you're like, well, whatever, next. Yeah, and it's so weird. Like, everyone wants, everyone, everyone wants everything so bad, but then the second they get it, they're, like, done. Listen, that, I think, is, is, is our rampant consumerism, because that's exactly how I am when I buy something. Like, I'll go on Amazon, and I'll just go on a, just a wacky screen, like, oh, I need to buy this because of reasons. And then you get it, and then you just sort of throw it there, and it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you... you <laughs> You're right. I do that all the time. I'm like, I have to have this. I have to have this yeah, off yeah, Amazon, and then I never use it. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know I have three different watermelon slicers, and I've never used any of them? Actually, one of them cut my hand open, and I threw that one right in the garbage. And then the other two I've never even opened. Wait, how did you cut your hand open with a watermelon slicer? Because I bought... You ever see those websites where it's like, oh, three ninety nine for this, and like you get one free? It's always like on yeah, Facebook or Instagram advertising. So I bought yeah, some kind of really trash. Yeah, and it was it was from like Taiwan or something, and it was it oh, literally gosh. cut my hand open when I opened it. <laughs> well, yeah, why do you have three? That's, that's insane. Why would you have three watermelon slicers? I mean, like you know, one is fine. Two, maybe if one breaks, but three. I mean, I mean, come on. Abe, well, like one one was from Taiwan, so I was waiting on that one for like three weeks. So in the meantime, uh, I think I ordered the next one. You just. Wait anymore? Here's like fucking. I'm getting the next one. I have to have a watermelon slicer during uh, watermelon off season, where watermelon yeah, tastes like complete dog. It tastes like what's that fruit that like it smells like rotten meat? You know what I'm talking about? I, I know what you're talking about, but I can't. I, I know what you're talking about, but I have to really sit there and just sort of delve into my head to figure out what the exact name for it would be. Hang on, what what's it called? Because it, it's like a rotten uh, dur- durian. Durian, yes. Yeah, like that's what watermelon's like right now. 
It's pretty much like durian. Are you comparing a, are you comparing a durian fruit to a watermelon and the sense of smell? No, it's like watermelon off season is it reminds me of durian. Like biting into it, it's like a, a like a dirty sponge. <laughs> but Jay, there's one last thing I want to get to before we wrap this up. Yeah, and I know you have. What, what's on the agenda today? Well, I, I mean, I uh, oh, I you see, I I had a I'm so just uh, the Oscars just took so much out of me that I don't know what else I'm going to do today. Wait, this you podcast know, took so much out of you. No, 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 the Oscars. Oh, the Oscars. <laughs> I'm always up for the podcast. But no, the Oscars, you know, that four and a half hours I wasted of my life or whatever watching that garbage. Uh, maybe a little Monday Night Raw tonight, you know. Wait, want to see my uh, my boy Sami Zayn, uh, you know, doing some good stuff. And, uh, you know, watch Goldberg come out and be old and just awful. And Real quick, what, what would you do to Sami Zayn if you could have him, like, we're Black Snake Moan? We're not talking about what I would do. <laughs> Did you say Black Snake Moan? Yeah, if you had him, like, tied up in your basement and out of chain. I wouldn't tie Sami Zayn up in my basement. Didn't That's you say Sami Zayn was the exception where you would be a bottom? Uh, y- yes. That's one of the few exceptions. Sami Zayn, Ryan Gosling, you know. But it's like, of- it's okay, so even if, like, whoever the hottest woman in the world is, if she said, oh, I want to stick a uh, a broomstick in your ass, I don't think I'd let them do that. So, like, why? Or whatever. I'm, I'm try- Or whatever. If she said, let me change that up because it's similar yeah, to a say, dick. Like, like, who's going to stuff a, like, you're going to, like, let someone stuff a broom stick up your ass? I mean, no, no, but okay, stuff. so what if she said, like, oh, I get off if I choke you until you're about to pass out? And and I, I that that to me is, like, doing something I don't want to do, right? So right. if she's like, I'm going to choke you until you, you, you're unconscious, but believe me, I'll release it and wake you back up. Then you could have sex with me. That to me is, like, Sami Zayn wanting well, to fuck you in the ass. Well, there's a big difference, though, between being fucked in the ass, I would think, and having someone choke you until you're unconscious, and then saying, well, I'll totally <laughs> let you go before you die. Don't worry. No, but what I'm saying is that it's something that you said you don't do. So to to allow right. Sami Zayn, just because he's hot Sami Zayn, the wrestler, look yeah. him up. It's S-A-M-Y-Z-A-Y-N. And yes, you'll be shocked when you see what he looks like. This is the guy that Jay the Gay will let do anything to he, him. He's, he kind of, he kind of, it's really funny because I was watching the Oscars last night. He kind of looks like Seth Rogen. It's really... <laughs> he does. You're right. And, and yet, but it, it just, it's, it just, yeah, it just totally works for me. That, that's, that's, that's my thing. You know. But, but my point is that why would you allow point, someone you know? to do something to you that you don't want them to do? Uh, because they're attractive, and I mean, attractive. People, that's the whole way that everything works. You know, an attractive person can sell you anything. You let them do anything. You know, anything that you find attractive, at least in my opinion, you know. It's like, oh, if, if let, let's say Ryan Gosling came to my house and asked me to cut my foot off. I'd be like, well, uh, hold on. Do you need me to get the saw? Do you have a saw with you? You know, like, what do you need to do? <laughs> that, that's exactly how it works in my mind or whatever. If someone attractive asks you to do something or whatever, I'm going to fucking do it. At least someone that I find attractive. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's say fucking, uh, God, who's your fucking hot go-to bitch that you're always into? Um, whatever. whatever. Whatever hot bitch you're really into or whatever. She comes to you and she's like, listen, Abe, she's like, I, I, I just want to, you know, I, I want to do all this wacky shit with you or whatever. But at some point during our, our, our fooling around or whatever, I'm going to shove a dildo up your ass. <laughs> and, that's, and that's all there is to it. I, you're not going to fucking say no. Like, No, I think I would if she's like, I mean, is she just like, is it just the tip? Or is she jamming it in and then no, forcing she's not it? Jamming, like, she's not fucking breaking out a nine-inch dildo and sticking it up your ass. I'm talking about like, you know. She's just like poking around a little. You know, I mean, she's not is she on the periphery of the asshole, or is she like penetrating it? Uh, I, 
don't know. This has to be a, this is a conversation we'll clearly have to discuss later or whatever. But that's my point, is that I would never do something that I don't want to do just because Sammy Zayn needs it. Jay, I have to have your ass. I have to have it. We're talking about some hot bitch, though. Like, you're your top hot bitch. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I'm comparing it to you. Gets to you, Sammy Zayn is a hot bitch. So I'm saying yeah, that... That's true. He is a hot bitch, yes. So uh, what I'm saying is that you're going to allow Sammy Zayn... Jay, I have to have your ass. I need it. The only thing I need is your ass. <laughs> Listen, he, he can have whatever he wants. He can have my fucking apartment. He can have uh, anything. He can walk in here and take my dog for all I care. You know what I mean? If I get to spend like an hour or two just cuddling with him or some shit. Yeah, fuck it. Here. Take my dog. Take my apartment. Whatever. <laughs> you can have anything you want. Right, here's my foot. I don't give a shit. You can have whatever you want. Okay, so what was your, your last topic you want to get on to? Oh, okay, so I think that when you name your kid your name, like passing down this, like if you named your son Jay or if I named my son Abraham, I think you're not giving the kid their own identity. I think that's a horrible thing to do. No, because you're, you want to continue on your own legacy. You're not giving them an identity. Exactly. You're, Jay, that's a, exactly right. All they care about is their identity. Yeah. They're not worried about the kid doing something great on his own. No. Hey, I played tailback. Now my son, Rocco Jr., he's going to play tailback. And if he doesn't, I'm going to call him a sissy boy until he does it. And if he has a problem, I'll have another son. And then he'll carry on the tradition. Yeah, well, it doesn't say it gets worse when you go down the line and you get to, like, the fourth or the fifth one. Then. It's like, you know, oh, I'm Robert so-and-so. The fifth. It's like, what? But there's five of you motherfuckers? It's like, are you serious? Rocco Jr. was a pussy, but this is my other son, Robert. <laughs> Robert carried on the name. This is this is Robert the Sixth. The Sixth. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you know when Rocco Senior gets drunk, and because he because you know normally you're not going to name your next son a different name, but he made it as close to Rocco as possible. Yeah. So he named him Robert. So you know when right. he gets fucked up and he's sitting there, him and Rocco, like you know Rocco is out. Doing something great with his life, Rocco Jr. Like he's 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 uh, let's say he has he's in college or whatever. Rocco Jr. is a thoughtful person. You know he's actually Rocco, doing something with his life. Robert Rocco Jr. is is a, a PhD or whatever. He's also fucking Marissa from uh, uh, Jimmy John. <laughs> exactly, but that's not good enough for Rocco Sr. All Rocco no, no, no. Sr. cares about is is football. So yeah. Rocco Sr. You know when him and Robert are in the yard having stogies. You know he gets fucked up and he's like, uh, Robert, you know I'd pick you over your brother and I wish I would have passed down my name to you. And then you know Ro- Robert's like, Dad, thank you for telling me that I love you. And then, like, what a horrible thing to say about your other son. Well, you know Robert's thinking, like, what the fuck? He's like, really, <laughs> he's, like he's like, I'm the better kid just because he, I took the name that you wanted and not yeah. your name. I wish I would have passed down my namesake to you and not to that pussy. Gee, thanks, Dad. Dad. That means a lot. Dad, I've been waiting my whole life for you to say that to me. (laughs) You're not some pussy son of mine. Isn't it weird how, like, isn't it weird how a kid doesn't know that their dad's an asshole? or Like, if a kid has an asshole family or asshole parents, like, the first, like, 12, 13 years of their life, unless, like, the kid gets beat or something... They have no idea how big of a piece of shit their parent is. Well, I mean, let's put it this way. Can you imagine when DJ grows up and he realizes his dad is base? 
<laughs> we, we go back through that. But Bass is at least a nice guy. I mean... I, no, 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 I'm not saying that Bass is an asshole. I'm just saying Bass is Bass. You know, like, he's going to grow up and realize that. It's like, oh, Dad. It's like, <laughs> you're, Oh, you're uh, Bass? <laughs> you're Bass. Oh, you're going to grow a ponytail for $1,000? <laughs> uh, you're going to maybe fuck a sloppy hooker on camera once for... A it is funny that all, all of this audio is going to be around forever. And, like, yeah, let's say little DJ wants to listen to it one day. That's going to be really interesting. Like, he'll just go back and, like, hear, like, I mean, if you could hear some of the shit that was going on in, like, the serious show when, like, you know, you had a clean base of elbows and... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, d-, like, you know, bass is on his deathbed or DJ's like, Dad, it's like, uh, I heard a serious show... You, they had to clean your disgusting elbow. Yeah, with lemon, lemon juice, and like baking soda. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do find it very interesting that you know a little uh, some asshole has a kid, and the kid has no idea what a piece of shit their dad is. Yeah, I, listen, I'm pretty sure I know several people who, you know, they're not bad parents. You know what I mean? Because unless you're beating your kid or you're neglecting them in some way, shape, or form, there's no way you're a bad parent. You know what I mean, you do the best you can for your kid. You but know? every asshole re- reproduces. Yeah. Like, assholes have to carry on their seed. My seed don't die with me. My seed goes on. And then he's going to have a boy. And that keeps going forever. Like, I, I don't give a fuck if my name continues. I hope it doesn't continue. Like I, I I don't I don't need that. My, my where's my legacy? That's my legacy. Rocco the ninth. Well, listen. I want to be eighty or whatever and make sure that well at the rate you're going order with your your fucking ice cream scoops of mayo or whatever. I'm pretty sure that you know you're headed out the door soon. And then fucking you know Sam is just going to die miserable like forty or whatever he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I we may need another cannon boy or whatever to carry on the legacy of, of all this wonderful just. Whatever this is that we have going right now. But does it have to be a cannon boy? Can't just some young boy who's listening to this podcast pick it up? Take like, a can't, sample of Abe Cannon, become Abe Cannon Jr.? No, but can't they just call, like, just continue the podcast, like, Carl Miller on, on hold or something? I mean, it, do, it doesn't have to be me. This is actually a brilliant idea, and I'm going to add this to, to uh, my, my notes that I keep on the show or whatever. One day you need to find an heir to the podcast. <laughs> this is something that we need to discuss with the other four, with the other three I want you to, uh, Carl. I want you to carry on the podcast. Uh, I want you to talk about mayo and dunking a basketball. <laughs> talk about mayo and dunking and Marissa, that whore that worked at Jimmy John's. Abe, Abe, are you there? Oh my God, it's mine now. The podcast is mine. You know, Jay, I, I'm going to wrap this thing up, but before we wrap it up, I want Melania just to give one last prayer, okay? Okay. Out of fathers who aren't in heaven. Thanks, Melania. That was beautiful. Listen, that that, that two seconds Melania just, just gave to us right now, I truly can say that I feel blessed. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I was I shocked. Feel, I may be an atheist, but... I feel the spirit of Jesus in the room with me right now. She has opened my eyes right now with, with her, her glorious prayer. And and I, I don't know how I'll ever be the same. Thank you, Donald, for allowing your wife to give us to, to just grace us with that beautiful rendition. <laughs> I was completely shocked, but it was so beautiful. I didn't think she was going to do it.
I had no idea she was going to do it, but she did it, and it was beautiful. Mind-blowing, it was. All right. Well, Jay, this was fun. I'll holler at you later. Thank you, sir. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.